Hey guys, welcome to another exciting episode of the Bulletproof Entrepreneur Podcast. My guest today is the internationally known and famous Kelly Roach of Kelly Roach International. Kelly is a former NFL cheerleader turned Fortune 500 executive who left the Fortune 500 she was working for to launch her own business. In the process of trying to launch her business, she experienced some startup fits and couldn't really get the business off the ground until she took a step back, looked at what she was trying to do, and then worked with coaches and came up with a better strategy, launched her business, and since she's launched her business, her business has more than doubled year over year. She has clients from around the world. She's an international best-selling author. Her podcast is titled Unstoppable. She also has done has done quite a lot. I mean, her background is so detailed here that I just don't want to uh, say it all and have a mouthful here. So I'm pleased to have Kelly on the show to tell us a little bit more about her business, her experience, her background, and of course, her advice for you guys that are thinking of launching your entrepreneurial ventures. So with that said, Kelly, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Great. So, so Kelly, I kind of truncated your bio because I'm reading through here and I didn't just want to mention accolade after accolade after accolade. I want people to know that, you know, you're a regular person just like the rest of us. So that being said, just tell us a little bit about your background and where you're coming from and how you got started in business. Absolutely. Well, you know, when I started my career, obviously I started with a Fortune 500 firm and, you know, I was just a, a young kid. I just graduated college. I came from a family that really struggled financially. We lived at the poverty line, um, you know, and so money was always tight. And, you know, I, I got a lot of no's growing up. And, you know, I kind of made that commitment to myself that when I went out on my own and was responsible for my own life and my own livelihood, that I was going to learn this skill skills and become a person that never had to struggle financially again. And so, you know, for almost a decade, I was the first person in last person out every single day in my fortune 500. And, you know, I was able to get promoted seven times in eight years. So I became the youngest senior vice president in the company. And with that, I was managing a team of a hundred people. I had 17 branches and it was an unbelievable learning experience. Um, high highs, low lows. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, I was sitting in boardrooms and flying all over the country and had CEOs flying in from other countries to meet with me. And it, it was great. And, and I learned so, so much, but you know, in order to achieve that type of success in a corporate setting, I had to make a lot of pretty severe sacrifices, mostly with my time, mm -hmm. with my health, with my energy. And so that's what led me to decide that entrepreneurship was really the only path forward in allowing me to bring together my values, which were, you know, uh, financial abundance and financial freedom, uh, living with purpose, making an impact and, and serving the world in a meaningful way. And so I took the skill set that had gotten me promoted all of those times, which was rapid business growth. Mm -hmm. And the thing that I absolutely love, which is coaching people to meet their potential, mm -hmm. brought them together, started a business. And that's how the journey of Kelly Roach coaching began. Awesome. 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 So you were talking there and you mentioned, you know, there were some low lows. I mean, you're a high flying executive meeting CEOs from around the world, them coming to see you, you flying around, I'm sure, in either some corporate jets or on some first class flights. But, you know, talking about that experience, what were some of those low lows before we get to your background in cheerleading? 
Well, definitely. I mean, first of all, when you're a 22 year old kid and you move into management mm-hmm. and you start managing people that are your parents' age, mm. you know, they're not going to just, uh, aye, aye, captain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So yeah. you're definitely going to get some tomatoes thrown at you. You're going to have a lot of resistance. You're going to yeah. have a lot of people that want to see you fail that are not rooting for your success. Um, and, and that was pretty much my journey all the way up, you know, and I, I earned the trust of people and I earned, um, rapport and I earned respect because I lived what I taught and I walked, you know, what, what I was asking of others, but you're not going to get everybody on board. I mean, I had everything from people, you know, claiming false lawsuits against me Mm, for things that they completely fabricated, um, you know, to people that, um, quit over me being promoted instead of them. I mean, everything that you can imagine in the form of resistance and instability and, you know, just outward, um, it was not a, uh, an easy climb. Let's put yeah. it that way. It was not yeah. an easy climb. Yeah. I, I, I understand that story. And I think just looking at your bio and even looking at the title of your book, that that's kind of where you de- derived, um, you know, the fortitude to come up with, um, unstoppable, which you used to brand your podcast as well as your book. So you were managing your parents, age mates and of course they're not going to be happy with that so a lot of people will resist you and put you down and sometimes insult you behind your back or whatnot but through all that you were still able to go ahead and succeed and before even that you know you were also a cheerleader with the philadelphia eagles as well as working as a cocktail waitress and doing all kinds of side hustles so that you wouldn't get into too much debt while you were going to school so tell us a little bit more about your experiences in the nfl as a cheerleader and what were some of the um key learnings you learned in that organization before you now brought it into business before you now started your own business Sure. Absolutely. Well, first of all, I feel incredibly blessed to have had that opportunity. Uh, I learned so, so much from the Eagles organization. I'm very proud of my birds going to the Super Bowl, getting the Super Bowl win this year. Um, But, you know, for me, I was very young. I was, you know, 18 years old when I made the team. Mm -hmm. And it it taught me how to be poised and professional. We were on camera. We were doing charity events. We were doing autograph signings. We were speaking to the press. We were networking with CEOs, you know, so to me, being on the Philadelphia Eagles, working for an organization that sets the bar so incredibly high, Mm -hmm. I mean, they're pristine in everything that they do. It taught me that sense of discipline and holding myself with a high regard and not being sloppy Mm -hmm. and being disciplined and, you know, sacrificing, you know, I would be in, I would be in bed at eight o'clock on a Friday night and I would hear all the kids, you know, outside drinking and hooping and hollering on the way to the bars. And I would know, okay, you know, I have rehearsal tomorrow or Saturday night when I had a game the next day and I knew it was a 14 hour day Mm -hmm. on the field and rehearsal and all that. So it's just discipline and holding yourself to a high regard, being flexible and adaptable to deal with all different kinds of people from the average Joe to the CEO, you know, and, you know, just being comfortable being in the public eye and putting yourself out there, which I think was a huge, huge learning for me and a huge stepping stone for me when I got into the Fortune 500 world and even now today out there on my own as an entrepreneur. Mm. And I mean, that story just tells me that, you know what, you can actually learn 
something from every single job you have. Whether you're flipping burgers at McDonald's, you're a cheerleader with the Philadelphia Eagles, you're a cocktail waitress, there is no situation where you find yourself, as long as you're diligent and you're putting in the work and you're doing your best, you're going to get something that is going to be advantageous to your career growth in the future. Yeah. And you know what? I love that you said that and I couldn't agree more. And I think that that's something that we wildly underestimate Mm -hmm. on our journey Mm -hmm. is, you know, we look at where we are now and we downplay it and we disregard it and we don't value it. And we say, well, I'm not where I want to be. And, you know, you're not thankful for where you are in the moment and what you're learning and, and why you need to be where you are in the moment. Mm -hmm. And I'm constantly teaching my entrepreneurs that I coach. It is so important to reflect on what you learned from the past and how you can use your past and how those past experiences grew you into the person that you are today and to lean on that past experience and where you're going. And too many times we're, we're siloing and we're categorizing and we're shutting off our past when really that can be the biggest thing that helps you to get to where you want to be in the future. Love it, love it, love it. So now let's tie that into back to when you were in corporate, you know, you, you get the itch to say, Hey, I want to start my own business, but I don't want to jump into it right away. So what were some of the things you started doing to prepare to launch out as an entrepreneur? Well, the first and most important thing that I did was I signed up for business coaching a full year in advance of starting my business. So as soon as I knew that I wanted to go into business for myself, I signed up for coaching. Is the most important decision because it doesn't matter how good you are at what you do. If you've never built a a multi-million dollar company of your own before, then you better go find someone who has, right? You better go find someone that can fill in those gaps for you. And so I didn't want to learn the hard way by doing things wrong. I wanted to kind of skip over a lot of those mistakes and and shortfalls, knowing that my learning curve would be long enough as it is, um, which it was, of course, you know, by getting that help. So that was the first and most important decision that I made. Mm, Love it. And then after you got the coaching, um, what was the first venture you decided to launch? The first thing that I started doing was one-to-one private coaching and consulting. Okay. And it was basically helping small business owners put sales systems in place to grow faster. Okay. Um, Because my background um, had been in sales as a producer and then sales as a manager, and all of my experience had been in teaching people that, it was very natural for me to step right into that because so many entrepreneurs don't have a background in sales and they've never sold before. So they're really great at this craft, at this thing that they do, but they don't know how to get it out there in the world. They don't know how to go get the clients to pay them to do it, Mm -hmm. right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think the most important thing, you know, when somebody's trying to launch a business or even most small business owners, even though they have many years in their their business, is they sit down and they rely on one channel of um, clients coming in or business coming in, whether it's referrals or putting ads in newspaper or yellow pages or whatever. They don't create systems that will say, okay, let me have an online system that will bring in business online. Let me have an online system that will bring in business from yellow pages or or from direct mail or, or, or whatever. You know, they kind of silo it off and say, okay, I'll do one thing and I'll rely on that. And um, 
was it Dan Kennedy or somebody that said um, one is the most dangerous number? So tell us a little bit more about what types of um, systems and processes you teach your entrepreneurs to put in place as they start to either make sales, to grow their business, or to even bring in clients to help them uh, grow their business that way. Yeah, definitely. Well, I think first of all, a system for sales for client acquisition, a system for marketing to get new leads and to generate new eyeballs on your business every single day. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and of course, an effective conversion strategy partnered with that. Uh, A system for attracting and retaining the best people because at the end of the day, you're only as good as your team and you can only go as far as you have the bandwidth to support. And having really clear clean, structured operational systems, both for your financials, the way that you organize your data, the way that you maintain your follow-up and Mm -hmm. your outreach, um, and and your, your targeting for growth. So, you know, we really look at every aspect of the business, the financial side, the operational side, sales, marketing, and people. And those five elements are really the core functionality that are going to allow a business to run like a well-oiled machine. So those are the five areas that we focus on getting systems working the right way in. Mm. So you've used that system or those principles. You've helped hundreds, if not thousands of clients. Now tell us a little bit more about, you know, where the inspiration for the book Unstoppable came from. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I always say that I did it the wrong way the first time. So I get to write the book because I did it the right way the second time. Right. Yeah. So, you know, the inspiration for the book came from the fact that I started my business because in order to achieve success in a corporate capacity, I really had to compromise my quality of life, Mm. my health, my friends, my family, um, you know, all of those other things. And so when I set out to start my own business, I was extraordinarily ruthlessly intentional about creating a business that really supported a life that I absolutely love. And my entire business was built on these nine success principles that have allowed me to, even as the business um, grew into a million dollar business, become something that I still have the flexibility and freedom to put my family first, um, to take part in things like taking care of myself and working out with a personal trainer every week and you know, have hobbies and do things that I, that matter to me and not make those same compromises to, to be kind of out of whack the same way that I was in the corporate world. And so it, it's, it's all about that mindset of no matter what obstacles you face, no matter what things, the challenges that are going to come up, the, the people that tear you down, the situations that you go through, you know, if you develop that unstoppable mindset and you apply that unstoppable mindset to these nine principles, you can not only create a business that gets you to your financial goals, but you can build a life around that that you absolutely love. Awesome. Awesome. So as briefly as possible, because I know those nine steps are really detailed and and, uh, meaty. So tell us a little bit more about those nine steps. Sure. Well, the book starts off, the first chapter Mm -hmm. um, is about stop resenting the 1% and join them. Mm. And that is all about understanding that, you know, so many people out there that say they want financial freedom and say they want financial abundance have resistance to it. And Mm. a lot of that resistance is criticizing or having a certain feeling or perspective towards those who have actually gone out and achieved it. 
So the beginning of the book is kind of like clearing that old belief system out and energetically getting yourself in a place where you actually can be successful and actually can um, achieve financial abundance. And then it moves into all the different skills that you need to build and actions that you need to take to be able to both leverage up financially, but to be able to do it in such a way that doesn't keep requiring more and more of your time. Mm. Now, now what's what's next? Yeah. So we talk about, you know, we talk about financial freedom, obviously. Mm -hmm. And then we talk about cultivating an entrepreneurial spirit, Okay. you know, because so many people that are entrepreneurs actually don't demonstrate an entrepreneurial spirit, meaning the, the pliability, the flexibility to try new things, to put yourself out there in a way that you can connect with your target market, to think outside the box, to take action on the things that are not just comfortable, but important to get you the result that you want. So it's about kind of showing people um, what an entrepreneurial spirit looks like and how to employ it in order to get what you really want out of life. Mm. Now, now, I'm talking about the entrepreneurial spirit. How can, okay, so we're talking about entrepreneurs now, but I want to translate back into corporate because I know a lot of corporations, when you're working in that and it's a big organization, people just want to, you know, come in, do the work, crutch it at five o'clock, six o'clock, whenever they clock out, they go home, they forget their work and they just become their regular self. So talk about how someone can apply the entrepreneurial spirit in a corporate setting to get results. Oh, I think that's everything. And I think that's why I was so successful in a Mm -hmm. corporate setting. I mean, it's the difference between just taking what's handed to you and saying, "Eh, you know, um, let me just check the boxes and, and do the minimum versus saying, How do I squeeze the absolute most out of this opportunity? How do I learn the most? How do I become the best? How do I develop new skills? How do I push the envelope and make as much money as I possibly can while I'm here? Mm -hmm. I mean, that is the entrepreneurial spirit. And entrepreneurship isn't for everyone in the truest sense. Not everyone is intended to go out and be their own business. There's many people that can find happiness in a corporate setting and having an entrepreneurial spirit can help you whether you're here or there. Okay. Awesome. 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 Your podcast is a very instrumental pillar of um, your business. And it's also called unstoppable by the way. So tell us a little bit more about how you use your podcast to grow your business, your coaching business. Absolutely. Unstoppable Success Radio. We've been uh, doing three episodes a week for quite a while now. We've been going strong since 2015. And it has been a very instrumental pillar in building the business. And we focus uh, very heavily on developing content upgrades. And content upgrades are where you basically design the episode around leading people to take a specific action. And so, you know, we design a lot of episodes that are in intended to get people to opt in for a specific thing, which then leads them to a funnel. And then the funnel either leads them to a specific product program or a strategy session consultation. And so we've gotten many, many clients that have joined our programs or started doing coaching with me because of that. And so, uh, that has been just a huge part of our success and it's a huge part of expanding our audience and, and building relationships with the people in our target market around the world. Mm, Awesome. 
And as we start to wind down the show, Kelly, um, could you talk a little bit more about what has been your biggest challenge since you launched as an entrepreneur and how have you overcome that? Yeah, the biggest challenge for sure has has been being comfortable failing in public. Mm. You know, I think that the biggest success that I've been able to achieve in the business has come about as a result of being very flexible and pliable and being willing to test many, many things, most mm-hmm. of which don't work, but a very few that do. And when they do, they really, really do. Yeah. Um, but for me, coming from a corporate environment where I was so comfortable and had such mastery of what, what success looked like, it was very, very hard to put myself out there in a way that I knew I was going to fail publicly and have to be willing to do that over and over again. And I think think trusting myself and believing in myself enough to put myself out there in a big way, even when I wasn't sure what the outcome could be, um, you know, that that's been quite a learning curve, but I I definitely think that's been the biggest catalyst for our growth and our success. Yeah. And looking, looking back on your career thus far, if you could go back and change one thing or advise yourself to do something differently, what do you think you'd tell yourself? Well, of course, I wish I had started my business five years sooner. Uh, That would be the number one thing. But the number two thing would just be be patient. Mm. Be patient. You know, I think when we're 20, we want to get to 30 and 30. You know, I I think just, you know, uh, be patient because it will all come together in perfect time, in the perfect place, exactly how it's meant to be. And I think, you know, sometimes we miss the beauty of the moment because we're striving so hard for the goal in front of us. And I certainly have been guilty of that. And I'm really trying at this stage of my life to actually be much more present and, and just be in the now. Hmm. Very zen and wise statements there. So um, my last question before we wrap up is, you know, a lot of people listening to this show, you they're kind of tentative about starting their own entrepreneurial venture. And sometimes, you know, like you said, failure in public is really, really crushing, especially to the ego when you succeeded at something before, be it you succeeded in grad school or you succeeded at work. So um, if someone is thinking of, you know, trying to launch out, but they still want to play it safe, um, are there some key words of wisdom you could share with that person? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, first and foremost, you don't have to burn the burn the boats. Mm. Um, you know, I, I think that starting a business on the side is absolutely the way to go especially because the average business is going to have to be floated for at least two years for it to gain enough traction to become a profitable, sustainable business. Mm -hmm. So start something on the side. I have programs specifically for people that are starting a business on the side that teach you how to build a business in three hours a day, Mm -hmm. you know, which is exactly what I did. So, I mean, I would just say, Start from where you are with what you've got. It doesn't need to be an all or nothing. You know, slow and steady wins the race every single time. Love it, love it, love it. And we're at the end of the show. I feel like we could talk forever, but I want to respect your time and let you go crush it at work. So, Kelly, where can people find you, get to know more about you, your business, and also possibly reach out to you if they have any questions or comments about anything you've shared on the podcast today? 
Absolutely. So first of all, my home on the web is kellyroachcoaching.com. We have nine different free opt-in trainings for you there on all different things from mindset to productivity, to sales, to online marketing, all sorts of things to help entrepreneurs grow faster. So head on over to kellyroachcoaching.com. You want to get in touch with me personally, you can find me on Facebook, Kelly Roach International, private message me there. And of course, uh, Unstoppable Success Radio is the place to be if you want guidance, tips, strategies in short form, efficient, uh, actionable tips that you can take action on right away. So Unstoppable Success Radio is a great place to uh, find me every single week. Great. And I'll link to everything you've mentioned in the show notes once we're published. Kelly, it's been a pleasure talking to you for the past half hour. I really want to appreciate you and thank you for coming to share your story and your words of wisdom with the Bulletproof Entrepreneur and the listeners out there who are also trying to become bulletproof and unstoppable. Thank you so much.